to imagine all life as you know it stopping instantaneously and every molecule in your body exploding at the speed of light. Total photonic reversal. Photonic reversal. With your hosts, Conan Neutron and Brenna Betts. Coming to you from the heart of the historically hipster mission. A gigantic middle finger to everything that is rock about music, rock and roll, and corporate power. I'm from the South. I'm a Southern Belle. Confidence of a hero or fool. I wasn't exactly certain which. Christmas album. For what, what an excellent professional segue that was. Well, I'm very curious about math rock. No, I kind of know the sound man for Rob Zombie. I'm presenting you the illusion of choice. We will impress you later. Yeah, it's a very good question. And I like that you can at the beginning, middle, and the end. Could not be more professional. Get you pumped up. I just want to bring something up that I noticed via postings on the internet. Exactly. Yes, it is. Yes, it is indeed. Indeed. Just like a science thing. Kind of like a science thing, baby. Talking about the protonic reversal. Oh, coming at you on the airways tonight. Did you just make that up? I don't have a microphone. There you do. Sure How come do. I can't near myself? I don't know, because everything is in a constant state of disarray and all is chaos, as per normal. Okay, I'll just keep talking. Yeah, that's a good idea. When in doubt, shake it out. That's what I always say. I don't always say that. I just said it now. But <laughs> I'm going to go ahead and I'm, I'm gonna embroider that in something you're and very, stick it somewhere. You're very quick-witted this morning, Coach. <laughs> this morning only. <laughs> Most of the time I'm actually very slow, but thank you. Uh, I, I'm... I'm I'm trying to make up for the slowness of a uh, modern society <laughs> for uh, going from a uh, place to place. 
Uh, we have a guest in studio today. We have uh, Mr. Ted Nesset from the Heavenly States. Hello. Oh, some polite applause. We'll get I didn't. I, mean, I thought that the crowd was going to be quiet. This is fucked up. You know, they're, they're, it's a little. Uh, it's a little reserved so far in the morning, but uh, we'll, we'll, we'll get there. We'll, we'll get there. Uh, we're going to be playing some new stuff off of the, uh, the brand new Heavenly States record that is a uh, a record, not just a name only, but a <laughs> but an actual thing. Yeah, that's right. It's on vinyl. It's it, like an actual record. Yeah, it's a triple LP, only available on vinyl. So cool. Although I we we have one, you can stream it if you're a radio person. Nobody here likes the radio. Yeah. What's that? It's a damn shame. What's a radio person? What's the radio? Yeah. Oh, what's a radio person? Let me tell ya. <laughs> yeah. Oh, was that? Too I was going to point no, at you. Can't, I was going to point at you, it, but, actually. but um, now I'm, I'm pointing behind you. There's the guy behind you. Is... Oh, there's someone behind me? <laughs> yes. <laughs> and he's apparently making carne asada because that's all I smell in here. Reversal. We're in the mission. It's yeah. true. We are in the mission. The smell that smells all smell. Carne asada is better than the other smells. There's a lot you worse. could smell. There's a lot worse yes. things you can smell. That's for darn sure. Although there's probably some carne asada you don't want to smell either. Ew. Oh, is that it? Are we going? That word no. has a new meaning now. I don't like it. It's just. Let's, a, let's the, stay away from there that. There are probably levels and different, you know, different uh, ranges of quality out there. What if they ranked carne asada like they rated levels of Scientology? Ah. Uh, what would that look like? Um, I think like, it would go a little something yeah, yeah. like this. I, I don't have any material. First stage, yeah, Luwak cop steak. It's like thirty thousand dollars a year. Asada level seven. <laughs> yeah, which is four hundred and seventy thousand dollars a year. <laughs> right, exactly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And still, you get you don't get to eat. No, and and all you really get is you get like a weird recipe, like that L. Ron Hubbard <laughs> wrote out, and you're like, I, yeah. I, I, this is hardly to put, legible. To I don't put into your L. Ron cupboard. <laughs> oh, hey. <laughs> This guy. You're one with the pun. <laughs> and you, yeah, yeah. Oh. you say I'm quick with it. All, all I have is dad humor. Yeah. Oh, I, I like plenty dad of it. humor. You got to still be on, uh, on on your Texas time zone. You're on point today, my friend. Oh, yeah, well, point. but that's the thing. It's like it's 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 a ten eleven where I'm. Yeah, no, you're where I'm from. You're, you're, you're loving it. Uh, so I tell you what. Why don't we do this? Let's uh, let's get a little situated. We'll, we'll play something off the, off the new record. Let's play something off of Delayer. Okay, uh, sure. if that's cool. I'll, yeah. I'll play. I'll play. I'll play one of the hits. We're gonna play "Lost in the Light." I like that one. That's a good. Uh, okay, cool. That's a, that's a. I think the radio jam, right? It, 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 it has been. It has. It's a good. Some, it's a good radio jam. For some strange folk. <laughs> I, I do count myself amongst <laughs> the string, strange folk. Me too. So uh, I mean, I count you amongst the strange. I, folk. I, I got what you're yeah. talking about. That. Thank okay. you. Uh, and we'll uh, we'll get things adjusted. And I think we might even uh, be treated to uh, an acoustic an acoustic jam yeah. as well, right? So uh, yeah, we're, uh, we're we're well sorted. I'm gonna do "Burn and Rob" by Paleface. Nice, <laughs> nice. Cool. I, I was actually uh, uh, oh, I was thinking of Pale Head. Whoops. Oh, yeah. That's different. Have you never heard Burden and Rob? No. Oh, I'm, I'm going to blow your fucking mind. Okay. All right. All right. Looking, fo- looking forward to Ted Nesseth, Heavenly States, blowing our minds and burning our robs. This is uh, until Ew. then. Here's Ew. All of our I'm, Ew. I'm just going to apologize in advance for that sentence. Yeah. And, uh, Are you going to Burning Rod this year? <laughs> oh, man. There's, there's so much bummer in that, that sentence. Like it's great because people are already situation. naked, so you, all you have to do is just bring your bick. And, <laughs> and then you're off to the races. Yeah. It's, uh, and then you may need a prescription later. <laughs> yeah, you, they may. <laughs> some, somebody's somebody's going to need something. That's that, that's a that, that's an assured thing. Uh, anyway, this is a uh, this is going to be lost in the light.
wishes they just buy a little time The one who's standing beside him Lines up the tools on the tray Wipes the sweat and the blood and the tears And she, she'll keep you fed and she'll slap your face And the West Coast goes like a radio train
store of her jewelry. I put it in a paper bag and sold it on the street corner. Then I bought a lot of drugs and I got my sister drunk. Stole the family car and I stuffed her in a trunk and I drove it off the edge of a cliff and stood there laughing. checkbook so I ran off to the bank took out all the money and I loaded up on crank then I went across the country spreading fire and disease prayed to the devil down on my bloody knees and I bought another record and committed suicide
That is the specialist by the Heavenly States. Before that, we had the uh, my special request, long distance dedication to uh, Mr. Ted Nesseth. <laughs> that was a uh, burn and rob by Paleface, which is unknown to me. Going to Neutron. Th- that's, that Heavenly State song was a primary care physician for a long time, but then he finally got accredited and he became a specialist. Because, yeah, that's yeah. Uh, that's that's where, the, more money in that's where it. the action is. Yeah. <laughs> my, my understanding. Yeah. Uh, before that, of course, we had Lost in the Light, classic Heavenly States jam off of. The Lair. The Lair, yes, which is uh, the, 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 yeah. the the radio jam, but uh, one of the hits. Which, yeah. We play the hits here, here on... in Long Island, you believe that I just said The Lair. The Lair. <laughs> indeed, indeed. We play the hits here on... Didn't Reversal. you just say The Lair? The Lair. The Lair. Oh. That's It's a playoff of the Yes album, right? The Lair? Uh, no, that's a really good point, though, but but no. Je- oh, Genevieve, I thought we... Genevieve came up with it. Is she a big Yes fan? She's... She's a big wordsmith. Is she a big fan of trucks in the background of radio shows? <laughs> because it shows she's going to love this. Okay. <laughs> yes. That's uh, right. We have, we have a special treat for you listening audience because Mr. Ted Nesseth of the Heavenly States is going to play a live song for us, acoustic, yeah. in studio. Protonic Reversal. Protonic Reversal. Exclusive. <laughs> I love when you do that. Protonic Reversal. Uh, <laughs> so let, let's listen in and uh, check that out. What are you going to be playing for us, Ted? Never gonna give you up. <laughs> Fantastic. Nice. Sorry. Um, I almost rickrolled you. We thought about rickrolling you. That, w- I- that would. Um, yeah. Why didn't you? Little strangers to the. <laughs> you know the rules, and so do I. Okay. Yes, it's such a good song. <laughs> People are like rickrolled, and I'm like, no. It's a good song. I like that song. You wouldn't get that from any other guy. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Good to know. I was going to say. All right. Can I get some more of of me? Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's a garage, it's a garage on the L.A. side. Playing Harry Carey with the masters of suicide. Middle age X Files, out of oil X Files, boy, can they ride? Yeah, I took a ride with the masters of suicide. You're gonna get deader than anyone, deader than anyone. You're gonna get deader than anyone, deader than anyone. I don't want your freedom, I don't want your freedom if it looks like that. You're gonna get deader than Deader than anyone I wonder if the Arab Spring will cut the string All that tabloid cash that blows the bombs No more huff and puff for hash It's a shakedown to shake your American ass It's a shakedown to shake your American You got 
needs a friend to show it light. So can I be a friend? Can I be a friend tonight? The place no one talks about. It's so hard to talk about a place like that. Remember all the places that can't be called out. All this negation when you got no nation. I know that you know that I know you're alone in the end. People's chances don't mess up your romances. I hope the people's chances don't mess up your romances. But you're too aristocratic, you're too semi-automatic, and your bullets don't transcend. And I was your man, I was your man. A little bit louder now. Little bit louder now And I don't want your freedom, baby I don't want your freedom if it looks like that You're gonna get louder than anyone Louder than anyone And I don't want your freedom, baby I don't want your freedom if it looks like that You're gonna get louder than anyone Louder than anyone Yeah. All right, that was awesome. Hey, look at that. Yeah, that sounded great. That was. Got some polite applause too. The uh, the boxes are a little more of an upscale crowd, so they 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 like to. uh, They don't they don't give the standing O to everyone, but when they do, yes, it means more. You can hear the you can hear the money jingling. (laughs) You really can. You can hear the landed gentry. Clang of the pearls. And that's uh, so that's that's off the new one. That's off the new one. And what's that one called? That's it's called uh, Masters of Suicide. Cheery. That's (laughs) right. Awesome. Want me to do one more? Yeah, I would love to. Yeah. uh, This one. This is called Hope Is On The Way. I I know this one. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Yeah. Awesome. I had to make sure, because there's no dots on this guitar. A chance intervention as the night fell hard over land. I had no intention of it leading me to these feelings I have. Hope is on the way. came together with no decisions or visions or plans our fingers crossing like feathers on a bird as it's leaving my hand hope is on the way hey 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 you know you're right i don't think i want to be the same let's keep it light it's enough to hear your body say Hope is on, hope is on, hope is on the way. 
like babies and when you're a baby you don't dream alone we're surrounded by silence and the violence of being so old we must sail like two captains daring each other to make their way home when we're caressed by the water it's the ocean just letting us know hope is on the way No, you're right I don't think I want to be the same Let's keep it light It's enough to hear your body say Hope is on, hope is on Hope is on the way Hey, hey I love how the crowd fades in. Yeah, <laughs> it's a really comfortable fade. Yeah. They're like, yeah, I love you. We, we, we had the, uh, sort of a malfunctioning robot in the background that seemed to really like that as well. So I was trying yeah. to figure out where that was as well. Yeah, but yeah. <laughs> but uh, that was beautiful. Mm, approved. I was going to say, you know, it, it reminded me of a thing that... Uh, that uh, yeah, it's definitely something on that channel. Okay. That... I'll the figure, Grammys? I'll, I'll have to figure it out. I have a little thing called, uh, oh, I don't know, The Beatles. <laughs> Maybe you've heard of it. No. I, I was going to say, it's a sign of a good song because I've heard you play that song, I think the last time that uh, the Heavenly States played, and I remembered the song. Oh, wow. Okay. From then. So anytime you that can... That was a while ago. Yeah, that was... Uh, Jesus Christ, that was a while ago. Yeah. So I remembered that song. Oh, cool. That's kind of a good song. Instead of just being like, oh, yeah, they, uh, they played some tunes. I saw them up there. <laughs> they were, uh, they were yeah. hey, you're pouring coffee, huh? Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. uh, huh? And this is... Uh, What's good with that coffee? This is ka- <laughs> Lupak, which is, uh, which is the cat poop coffee, which is what I requested. $75 an ounce. <laughs> is it really? Mm-hmm. <laughs> which I appreciate. Uh, but no, getting back to my point before I was distracted by coffee. Yeah. Distracted by coffee, now available uh, on uh, vinyl, CD, yeah, and a, digital downloads. It's a great record. It really is. Yeah. Record of the year. Yeah. Uh, They're opening for Captured by Robots. I think <laughs> distracted by coffee and Captured by Robots, now on tour together. Yeah. You can, uh, it's kind of a good song. That, like, that was, how many years ago was that? It was a long time ago. It's it been was, a while. It's been a hot minute since you've been back here. Yeah, well, um, yeah, I, th- I think, uh, yeah, it must have been like four years ago. Yeah, and um, I remember that song back then. Yeah, that's how long it's taken us to fucking make the record. So, <laughs> so it speaks a lot it. to your, uh, <laughs> your your slow work yeah. ethic. Yeah, and yeah. the the strength wait of the till, song. Wait till you hear the songs we've got planned for next decade. <laughs> They're gonna be tremendous. Twenty twenty is gonna be amazing. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Uh, no, that, but that's great. I'm, I'm looking. They're all forward. about Obama and his current presidency. <laughs> We're gonna get him elected. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> People are gonna love it. Oh, Ted. I mean, there's still gonna be things about it that you can like, you know, even though he's gonna be gone and, and passed away by then. I like your accent. Oh, thank you. It's I just very to, authentic I, Texas. I just moved to Texas six months ago, and I'll tell you what, I love it there. I'll tell you what. <laughs> Why are you saying that? What? Yeah. Why are you saying that? Who said what? I'll tell you what. Yeah. Tell you well, there's an H what? in there that I, want, I don't want to be, uh, be mean to. You know, there's an H right in that word. <laughs> uh, my mom's best friend growing up is um, from Texas, and she also used to have... Oh, bless her heart. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I love... She's the most charming person. Yeah. She had, like, six parrots, 
and they all had a Texas accent. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. sounds, this, it, is this not the setup to a joke? Because it yeah. sounds no, like this it, is real. Six this parents is not a walk joke. into a saloon, or it's, or it sounds like a great setup for a reality TV show. Six yeah. parents yeah. with a Texas accent. <laughs> what? Yeah. <laughs> well, when find the, out when, uh, like the when the pet shop gets real. When the phone would ring, yeah. the the birds would go hello. Yeah, hello. And then, like, halfway through the conversation, they go, well, that about does it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's great. That sounds yeah. awesome. Okay. Yeah. Do they have an answering service? Because they should. I don't know if they're mm-hmm. still alive. Yeah. Well, they, do have, a, they do have a Bluetooth company. Because, do you remember? Parrot. Do you, oh, do you, do you remember when they had, like, the novelty, birds. the answering machine messages uh, from, the, from the 80s, right? Um, the, I'm glad you called, but I'm not home. But yeah. I'll be back before too long. you got to leave your name. you got to leave your number. Wait forward to beep. No, you, you know he's... <laughs> thank you. <laughs> Can we... Nobody's home. So, so. Nobody's home. Oh, yeah. Yeah. You remember all this. This was like, it was answering missing messages. It was, it was yeah. a whole thing. I, I would like you to isolate his... Someone that gifted Gab for their answering machine. What you've actually done is bought a one-way ticket to... Some fake Rod Serling. The answer machine. That's my favorite. Nobody's home. <laughs> Those are great. I'm glad you called, but I'm not home. But I'll be back before too long. You gotta leave your name. You gotta leave your number. Wait for the beep. Wait for the beep. Leave your name. You gotta leave your number. Wait for the beep. <laughs> you know, usually when I go into a bit like that, the guest just looks at me like I'm nuts, oh, and then yeah. like, I get to like, go off into like retard land on my own, but yeah, I appreciate yeah. that you went on the journey you, with me, Ted. Yeah. Thank you. That you was awesome. two are like instant besties. He likes your <laughs> oh, sound for so We've known each other a long time. We've known each other for so long. <laughs> you are thinking, you're too shy to say it. Oh, yeah. sorry. Yes. Continue rickrolling. Uh, I'm never going to give <laughs> never gonna make you cry, never gonna say goodbye, I, never gonna tell a lie and hurt you, never gonna give, never gonna give, never gonna give you up. Do you, uh, are you familiar with the band Bear Claw? Um, the, from uh, Chicago? The paste, the, They're delicious. The sweet, yeah. <laughs> like well, the right. pastry. So I guess I should have. I should have just up next, you guys. The next single. This band is delish. <laughs> no, they're, they're great. Two basses and uh, drums. Um, walk into a bar. Two basses, <laughs> drums. Walk into a bar. Yes. <laughs> You'll never guess what happens next. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Uh, they order the a drink. Stinging drummer, uh, Vista Lights. Uh, this obviously doesn't sort of throw in the record. Uh, with uh, underlit Vista Lights, interesting you know live presentation. Uh, they do a cover of Smells Like Teen Spirit, mm. but with mm. um, Never Gonna Give You Up instead as the as the vocals because oh, it yeah. matches melodically with it and, and yeah. uh, rhythmically. That uh, like And they're very much just like a sort of a noise rock kind of situation. Uh, great band. But they just kind of pulled this out of the woodwork when I saw them once. I was like, what the what is the what? With, yeah, with well, the what? 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 what, what? <laughs> so they rickrolled the show. That's what I'm trying to I tell you. I love that. Because they're like, oh, they're, I, they're doing a really obvious Nirvana cover. That's weird. Like, oh, they're Rick rolling the... I get it. Okay. I made a playlist and asked everyone at my work to put their favorite songs on it. Sorry, we were having fun and I just ruined the show. No. <laughs> that was definitely like everyone's like, huh, I have no yeah, idea great story. what's happening. You did fine. 
my so coworker. You, you're at work and something happened. Go ahead. <laughs> Shut the fuck up. You're such an asshole. Yeah. Um, I asked everyone to put their favorite songs on it, which has compiled into like a great playlist, but some random strange songs. Oh, yeah, yeah. But that, but the, mm-hmm. that can be great, though. That Rick Ain't Astley nothing going to break in my stride. No, there's like a Justin Bieber song on there that mm. I swear must have been a joke. Yeah. But anyways, that Rick Astley song is on it because we my one of our coworkers and myself really like that song. Yeah. And every time it comes on, another girl gets super pissed off and she's like, "You just Rick rolled me!" I'm yeah. like, "No, it's a good song. Yeah. It's Rick. a good song. It's yeah. because her yeah. husband or her ex husband this Rick now rolling thing is a good thing. Put it on her phone and she kept trying to take it off and she'd just get really mad because he would just put it back on her phone. Yeah. So it comes up in her playlist all the time. Yeah, different names, right? Like that's the best way to do it. Is you change the name of the song, the name of the artist. Yeah, I don't You're know like, how. Let me check out this new Modest Mouse track. Yeah, I don't think he's that clever, but. I think it's a great song. Well, you know, listening to the show might make listening to the show might make him a, a tad more clever. It's true. <laughs> you know what? You could do a lot worse. <laughs> let's, put it, let's put it that way. You could do true. a lot worse. You could definitely do a lot worse. Ted, I know you're uh, you're, you're due elsewhere. I am. Uh, uh, yeah, which is which I, is a bummer. I've, uh, yeah, it is a bummer. I've, I've got to, um, but I've got an Uber here, and they're two minutes away. So, uh, is, his, there, is there anything in, in closing? His name is Raymond. Do you have any? D- and he has a four point <laughs> eight rating on the Ubers. <laughs> any any departing messages of peace, wisdom, and love? Well, uh, you know. Like I said, you know, I haven't been here a long time, and it's been a long time since I've been living in Texas. And uh, mm-hmm. uh, but I, I do love it here, and I love uh, all y'all's burritos and everything is just delicious. Just, <laughs> all y'all, you're all so pleasant. You know, I don't remember you guys being such such pleasant people. Uh, I remember it entirely differently. Um, no, I mean we're we're playing tonight at the oh, bottom. Uh, bottom of the- <laughs> And we're I playing suppose tomorrow. it might be a good idea to mention that, right? And tomorrow too, and, uh, and um, tonight and tomorrow, bottom of yeah. the hill. The name of the record is Intrepid. Is that right? Is uh, what, what's the name? What's oh, the name? Hiss. Hiss. Okay, that's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry, I was. Um, that's not that's the, the name. Same. Of, that's, the name of, that's the name of a Dodge, Conan. <laughs> <laughs> but but I appreciate the correlation. Close enough, right? Speed. What's it called? Yeah, classic uh, design, all that stuff. What's it called? Uh, yeah. Parrot answering service. What's what's uh, what, <laughs> yeah. what what is it? What's yeah. it called? Yeah, what? Well, you guys are called out here. It's called Chrysler. What's, what's the name of the record? It's called. It's what's a name of y'all, Cordoba. Man? Oh, that new Cordoba record is just. Oh, you know, it's, it is just magic. It's magic. Oh my totally gosh, records. I love your Texas accent. <laughs> well, then, then uh, uh, you, you guys would love the the the, the rhythm section because they are they are. From Texas. Oh, um, will they will they speak on the microphone? Oh, they they. And is there they, some sort of crowd interaction? They forced me into this voice. Like they do this all the time. Like oh, well, isn't that look at that? Well, I can't believe that. <laughs> <laughs> they have they have a whole sack of cotton balls in that store. <laughs> 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 I know you're not. I know you're serious. Oh, I've heard it before. Real. I grew yeah. up in the South. And I said, how are you counting those cotton balls? <laughs> you're counting all, There's really 400 in there? I can't believe that. <laughs> the size of that satchel, you just wouldn't think that you could have that many cotton balls in there. <laughs>
It's like it is the southern version of Minnesota. Minnesota would be like, oh yeah, you know, uh, there's oh, a yeah, you got some cotton ice. balls. Yeah, there's ice. You know, uh, it's ninety nine cents a pound down there at the, at the Quick Trip there. You know, and you would think, you know, that's a lot of weight. You know, for ninety nine cents. <laughs> All right, two pound triple P hiss yes. uh, bottom the hill tonight and tomorrow. Please I'll, come. I'll, uh, yeah, it, it's, it's gonna be great. Thanks for coming in, man. This, this has been guys. awesome. I'll, uh, you, I'll, I'll see you, you. T- at uh, tomorrow's show yes. and. Uh, yeah, high fives Thank and uh, yeah, it's uh, it's great to have you in, man. Uh, Thank you guys again. Let's hear another. Let's hear another song from Hiss. That's you can only you can only get from uh, not, you only get on the vinyl. So this is going to be another Protonic reversal. Protonic reversal. Exclusive. Protonic reversal. This is uh, better than nothing. I want to cheat it, but I've been robbed. I got a storm in me with words to say, but I can't get them all. Can't get them all. I'm going to go out tonight, blow out the stars, kick myself around until we're all behind bars. I have another one, and I have another one. It's To be so good All my time shedding wood And doing me no good So much pressure Where's my leisure And on top of that You want to be understood
with demons stuck in your eye. Pain. I've never heard that song. Painful. So you check <laughs> Were this. you being facetious? Yes, I was being a sea fish. <laughs> you, you check this out, and I'm going to start this funny story. Uh, uh, real quick, before we do that, I'm going to back announce the other song, which was Better Than Nothing, which is uh, Heavenly States off of uh, Dodge Charger, which was their, their new record. Dodge Charger? It's Hiss is the name of that record. It's a, oh. it's a very heavy LP, and uh, they're playing tonight at Bottom the Hill. It's not. And tomorrow about, at Bottom the Hill. Like Duster? Demon. Those are all cars. Sure. I just, this is the first car that came to mind. Okay. Okay, you look at that. I'm going to tell, I'm going to give you the- In my hand right now, hand, which has been handed to me by none other than- DJ Real Time Drop. That's a screenshot. It's a screenshot of a Craigslist ad. Oldies Night. Last oh, wait, night. don't read it out loud. I'm going to tell the story. Oh, okay. Okay. Okay, so... Well, again, I thought you were handing me something to read this, in the air. I, I, I'm going to, in the interest of privacy, keep it, you know, private. But at the same time, it's a funny story because this has oh, never happened there, there's, to me. There's, there's, yeah, I, I, I get it. This has never happened to me before, but this guy asked me out recently. I never believed it could happen until it happened to me. Go ahead. He's an interesting person. Very, We've had very good conversation. But I frequent a place that of his work that is in my neighborhood, and I don't know, he randomly was like, what's happening tonight? In a very awkward way, but it was also like very busy, and there was a very small window of time in which he could say this, and I was like, I don't know, uh, this, like, it's Friday, and I don't feel well, and I don't usually go out on Fridays, and then I was like, did he just ask me out? I don't really understand. And then I walked outside and he was like, oh, well, I'm doing this. I'm going to oldies night later. So mm-hmm. um, if you want to come, you should come. If not, 
I'll see you later. Cool. And I was like, oh, thanks. That's really flattering. And you seem really cool. Like, but I don't feel well. And I have to work hell of early tomorrow. Right, right. And I walked away and I was like, I should go because it, I never do that sort of thing. And it sounds like fun. So I went to Oldies Night and we had a really good time talking and dancing. And, and sorry, not to interrupt the flow of the story, which means I'm going to do exactly that. But it, is this Oldies Night like 50s songs? Like, 50s, like, mostly like 50s. Like sock kind of stuff like that? Um, that it, the, yeah, it's kind of like that, but not what, I mean, it's um, like primo. Like Valley kind of situation or uh, like well, Ronettes, like what? I'm just trying to set the scene here, sorry. Um, well, it's a little more obscure. I guess there's probably some Ronettes. Um, it's more obscure like 50s, like okay. soul. Soul and R&B and stuff like that. Sure, sure, um, okay. Jello Biafra DJs. Okay, sure. All right. Um, it's, it's so you probably got some deep cuts going in there too. Yeah, right it's it's pretty good. I mean, like I can't exactly recount the songs' names and stuff because they are usually obscure, but like good to dance to. And I've been many got times, it. and it's really fun because um, it's held over by my old house, my old neighborhood. I just haven't been in like a year because last time I went, it was like a really weird scene of people not dancing, which is not cool at a dance it's night. <laughs> Because isn't that the point of a dance night? Yeah, it's, it's not they're just cool. standing around staring at the. And it's weird when people like, "What are you doing? Talking to each other? You should okay. be dancing." I'm sorry, continue the story. I loathe when people do that to me, but I just wanted to. I don't, I don't have the sure. all, all the data. So sure. So we had a good context. time. Um, I th- I decided that dude is a little awkward and and maybe somewhat nervous. Um, which is totally normal and fine. And um, we ended up, after passing the nervous stage, having really great conversation. And he walked me home, and I did end up getting the flu after that night. And I was very, very sick for many days. But I'm glad I went. And then three days later, there's like a note on my mailbox because when he walked me home, he gave me his phone number and apparently gave me the wrong phone number by mistake. Oh, sure. Yeah. In fact, I think you you told the story in the air, um, I don't know, a couple episodes ago. Did I? Okay. So I, a couple of weeks went by. I, I've been very busy, and I went out of town to go camping and all this stuff. I saved his actual number um, until his birthday, and I texted him as a nice, like, thing. And then, you know, we had kind of he texted me a bunch and so we, i ended up going out with him again and um i had to ask him like how did you come about like giving me the wrong number i just i had to know i'm sorry if that seems weird for uh-huh. you but it's no big deal it happens it's it seems strange but 15 years ago leaving a note at someone's house would be totally normal but in this day and age, it's a little atypical. Sure, yeah. Yeah, and apparently he went to the phone store to pay his bill and gave them the number that had he had given me, mm. and and they were like, "We don't have an account under this number." And he's like, "Ah, oh, fuck!" But he oh, so he didn't actually. This guy didn't remember what his number, his actual number was, because he doesn't. It have was to give it out that much, and it was yeah, and it's a okay. new phone number. All right, okay. So sure. he had like honestly given me the number that he thought it was, but it was wrong. Which I was like, oh, that's really unfortunate for you and kind of adorable. And he was like, yeah, I even posted a Craigslist misconnection ad. 
which I just oh, showed wow. you. And that's what that was. Okay. And he was like, I knew that you wouldn't probably never see that ad, but I had to put it out there in case I didn't want to leave it to chance that I would run into you again. I was like, oh, that's sure. really nice that you went through all that trouble, which I don't know. No one's ever put that much effort into hanging out with me. Yeah, it sounds like he's a he's guy's um, got the dedication at the, the very at the very least to. Uh, yeah, maybe we'll see. I, mm. So, are you going to? Or I mean, if he contacts me, I'll hang out with him. I like other things have happened in which I was like, Do you know oh. anything about this? Felt like what? Like what's what's this dude up to? Like is he? I don't. I mean, I other know. than not really having a great articulation for <laughs> giving his phone number up. Uh, he's a DJ. I don't. I mean. He seems cool. He's lived in the Bay Area for a long time. Lives in the East Bay. I don't know. I mean, I'm not, like, <clears throat> I'm a very dedicated person myself. Mm-hmm. And I feel wary of that fact because I become very loyal to people who tend to not deserve that loyalty. Which I think most people go through that. And Interesting. Okay. So I'm just in a place where I'm very wary of... Of trusting people because t- often being trust too early and kind of maybe getting bitten by that. Yeah, and I mean, I'm sure it happens to dudes too. But being a lady, I feel as though I have in the past been taken advantage of my wares or whatever. So hmm. something to be aware of. Aware of? Oh, <laughs> was that that was not an intended pun? Um, but. Now I'm going to see Heavenly States tonight. Yeah, you got a you got, got a plus a, one uh, plus one. If anybody wants to go and they call in right now, I'll go with you. Four one five nine six two seven nine seven nine. Call it in. Take advantage of the fact that uh, Brenna's got a plus one for the I got awesome a plus Heavenly one States. And no commitments. Exactly. She's got plus one. Nothing to do. She's got a plus one that may involve you. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Song right. lyrics right there. I am kind of on point today, aren't I? Mm-hmm. I just now noticed uh, that there seems to be a banana award with a book around it in the studio. <laughs> it did. I've been it very busy. a smiley face on it. Uh, That's a happy banana. It's, it's, you know it's a busy day in the, in the studio when uh, you don't notice such things, but that's where, that's where we're at with that. Um... Okay, tell you what we're going to do. I'm going to play a song by a band called Lardo. This is uh, Black Holes by Lardo. This is a premiere. This is a new band. And uh, this is their their first album, and I've, I've been digging it. So hopefully you like it as well. Redefine the event horizon. A lead story for the news. So subtle, guys selling something outside the windows at the school. That idea, that idea that nothing escapes. Yeah. 
Man. That's Hungry Man. Freaking out with the boner pills. That's a fed record eater. Boner pills? That's the name of the song, yeah. A lot of people really like that record. I like that record. Boner pills. Boner pills. Yes, I really like uh, the singer. That band. Did you know Jim that Camp, he used to play in a band? I'm not. Hold on, I'm not done announcing that. I have a very important point. Well, my, I have a very important thing to say as well. That oh, okay. A lot of people do, did not pay attention to his previous band, Blackout Dates, which were a really good band, and I think that they should go back and revisit that record. And I might even play something from that band on this show. Uh, before that, we had a premiere premiere uh, by Lardo. Lardo is the name of the band. Uh, it's, it's brand new. That was off of the record Gunmetal Eyes. And it was called Black Holes. Black Holes is the name of that record. Okay, what were we going to say? Did you know that erectile dysfunction is considered a medical disorder, but female <laughs> dysfunction is not considered a medical disorder? Like, your insurance will pay for boner pills. Oh, yeah, I didn't know But that. for women... They yeah, won't pay I didn't for know that. It's checked out. That's kind of messed up. Yeah, it's just well, saying. That's what happens when you get a bunch of old white dudes running everything. When is that going to change? Can we, like, just I don't know. Can people up? start voting, maybe? Could that be a thing? Oh, both sides you blame. Don't you vote. You're part of the process. You're just encouraging them. Damn, you're an idiot. Do people really feel that way? Oh, yeah. You're Lots just encouraging it? I'm not saying around here, like, around, like, this radio station or around this area people feel that way and i'm not even saying most listeners to the show feel that way but tons of people feel that way tons of people watch fox news and feel like that, <laughs> that's true and and like they, it's not and it's not that they even necessarily agree with the viewpoints just well i don't know it just seems like there's a lot of opinions out there and uh, you know like it's just it throws up dust is what it is yeah my brain can't handle all that information i'd rather just block it out well a lot of it's not information is propaganda but it's treated like information because instead of it being Nutcase thinks the world is flat. It's opinions that differ on world shape. <laughs> I, I want to see that headline by, by Conan Neutron in the paper. Nutcase opinions, thinks the world is flat. No, opinions differ on world shape. <laughs> That's basically Can we what, get big like clubs and just start clubbing people? It's where we're at, man. I mean, like it's, it's like very, everything. Every opinion is invalid. Some people are just nutters. I remember when I was like, you know, of the age of. Become, why are we treating their opinion like it's valid? It's not. Well, <laughs> this I, is not about ethics and gamer journalism. You know what I mean? It's not about that. Do you feel like in the '60s people were more active in in creating change because there was more protest happening? Here's the thing: I feel like people are just as active now, if not more, than they were in the '60s. But the environment is not as receptive to it as it was then, because even though the Communication channels that we have are more open now than ever. There's more noise and more entertainment and infotainment than ever. And more sirens going on in the background as I speak. Definitely. Oh, They're coming yeah. for it's me. The thought police. The thought police are coming for me right now. So I better, yeah. get, better get this out quickly. I, I am not an accessory. I, had, I don't even know who this guy is. <laughs> I, I, I'm, I, swear. I just like woke up right now and I'm here. He probably drugged me. That's it. <laughs> The earth is flat, I swear. There's definitely not a database of my voice interacting with his voice. Definitely not. I mean, I, it's all there. It's I, it's all there that, you know, 
It's people, oh, there's no protest music out there. There's plenty of protest music out there. It just doesn't have the wider audience that it had back in the 60s. It's not that music was better, you baby boomer entitled fucks. It's not that music was better. <laughs> you got get over yourselves. Seriously, get over yourselves. You ruined everything. You failed. Get over it. You are not the best generation. When you are gone, things will be better. Goodbye. I mean, there are serious things happening that are affecting change, like the whole WikiLeaks thing. Like, sure. All that stuff is like, a bi- that's a big deal. Which and That's I don't, way bigger than the hippies. I don't actually think that all information should be free. I don't either, but I do appreciate... Because I don't think people deserve it. I think, I think people, I people have an arrogant perception of their own... Because here's the thing. If everybody put the same amount of fact-checking analysis and background research into what they look at, as they perceive themselves to, okay, cool. But people absolutely do not do that. They do the opposite of that. So would you end up doing – so let's talk about – do I go deep down into the, into the rabbit hole with this? Well, I mean, I didn't ask for that, but maybe Di- I did. Diplomats and – diplom- just mentioned boner pills. Di- <laughs> I mean. from, boner, from boner pills to diplomacy. From boner pills to rabbit holes. Only on – Protonic Reversal. So the thing with the, so that all started with uh, you know the the leak about the the ambassadors right uh, and the leak with the ambassadors years ago was was that oh look they're doing all this stuff well guess what they're if they're if they're diplomats diplomats you don't want everything they're doing to be out in the open they're wheeling and dealing and they're trying to make sure that they deal with these leaders and these these different governments in a way that prevents war. And prevents larger scale incursions. And maybe you don't want to see how the sausage is made. And maybe it's okay if they get some Cuban cigars now and again. And maybe it's, you know what I mean? Like, in the same way that, you know, do you want those as headlines? No. But does everybody, does, does some dude sitting in his underwear in his mom's basement really deserve to like, look at all that information? I don't think so. Not really, because he doesn't have the context to understand it. And he's not going to care about the context to understand it. And context and nuance matter. And that's my problem with all information being free. And that's why I don't... I think that's a, a libertarian ideal that's sort of like oozed into the mainstream that's flat out wrong. Objectivism is objectively wrong. And it's... People are like, oh, what are you, a fascist? No, I'm not a fascist. I just don't think that people have as much critical thinking as they think they do, in general. Well, If they did, I would be for it. But then what you're doing is you're – that's also the logical fallacy to objectivism, which is to say that if everybody was this idealized person, then this would work, right? Like if in libertarian ideal, if everybody looked out for their fellow person and was, and was altruistic and you know did their, did their absolute best, then we would live in a utopian society and we would need a government that uh, lifted the, those that were the least among us. But that's obviously not the case because self-interest and – um, you know, uh, and selfishness are an important part of human. So, psyche. what do you think that what do you think that needs to happen in the current environment to affect change? I, I don't think I don't think propaganda outlets should be treated as news. Well, yeah, I mean. So I don't. I don't watch the news because I because of that fact. But it affects you still because even if it's not affecting you personally, it affects people that you interact with. So that's true. 
And it should be framed like that. And frames are important because it's not about people being pro-life. It's about them being anti-choice. If they're so pro-life, they must be against the death penalty too, right? No, they're not. They're against you having an abortion. Okay, well then, they're anti-choice. Yeah. That's the frame. Do you, are you pro-death penalty or anti- Nope. I think it's barbaric. I do too. And that doesn't mean I'm pro-murder. Yeah. <laughs> it just means I don't think the government should be in the business of killing people. Why, Conan? Because we get it wrong constantly. And it's a privatized system. Therefore, sure. there are people that are benefiting from it because it's not its not a, it's just gross. the government. It's Prisons are run by companies. For profit. They're all yep. owned by companies for profit. Which we're paying for, which is bullshit, because I'm struggling to try and make things work, yet I'm still paying for people to be imprisoned. Yeah. It's kind of, I mean, I've been thinking recently about actually becoming vegan. I tried it for a month, I, a while. I was vegetarian for nine years. Oh, yeah, yeah. And that might be the compromise for now. I'm not really sure. I'm trying. It's like really, really hard though, because it's not something that's widely accepted, and it's not something that I would like force upon people. It's definitely a, a starting ground to open a conversation, but I'm not. I'm not really the type of person that uses that to make people feel guilty. But it is something that, like, there are certain choices we have in life, and we do have a great opportunity living in a first world country to make choices in what we sure. eat and i usually try to buy good meat or like good like good products that are grown in the way that i think is ethical sustainable sustainable and, uh, and ethical it's really hard right now with the drought to find that stuff and it's very expensive therefore i often find myself becoming lazy or you know main, mainly just lazy and i guess just busy also and therefore lazy F making choices and buying things that i shouldn't that don't fall in line with my my values but i used to be like way more impassioned and i only bought local and i still really i mean i do support local business all the time especially when buying gifts for other people and stuff like that but i just feel like we have to use these choices that we are afforded in living where we live and maybe take the hit and convenience and try and put a little bit more effort into like making the right choice because that's what we do have and and we we can't necessarily affect other people's choices except for in a conversation and inspiring them that's the positive thing is like telling someone you shouldn't do something because it's bad or whatever or you think it's bad that's destructive it, it just makes it it brings a negative cloud around the whole choice and it makes them have feelings that they may not support but positively reinforcing and inspiring people creates the ability to get them to follow you because that feeling sure. is addictive well and that's that's a, a problem that progressives and liberals often have that is like if i present this information at this person i will change their mind it's like no what ends up happening is you sound like a preachy a-hole yeah i mean that's that's something <laughs> i've realized also that i really do appreciate hearing people's well thought out opinion but when you come at it at a way that's like preachy or just a little too intense they often their eyes glaze over and they just don't care i mean it happens to me too 
But right. if you can somehow like use your own actions, that's good leadership. That's like I am someone. Lead by example. Yeah, I am someone that you like and and you feel inspired by. Therefore, you might want to be more like me. And it's not even like a a weird like follow me sort of thing. It's more like I hope that I can. I I am trying to make the best choices for myself, and I really hope that you do the same. And if you see that in me, maybe maybe that will ins- like help you. Well, and, and the thing is, you're. It helps to not make yourself crazy as well, because you're you're what you're doing is you're operating with things that you can control instead of making yourself insane with things that you cannot control. And that's yeah. uh, I mean, and that makes a difference. You know, there's there's as much as it's you know there's it's easy to talk in like platitudes and uh, you know maybe. <laughs> kind of look at it in reductive terms it, it it all does make a difference because what you can do is you can be like oh the world isn't the way i want it to be ah, it should all change right now it's like well we're really going to be able to do that as much as, as i say you know destroy all propaganda outlets uh, reframe all arguments you know what am i i'm a rock and roll guy with, with the radio show that has a we'll, we'll, we'll charitably say a niche audience Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know <laughs> the uh <laughs> and um and that's great and, and i'm happy for it and, and i'm happy for whoever you know wants to listen to what i have to say or, or interact with me and um and have a conversation happy to do it um but it can also make me crazy if I were to make that the goal of, like, I, I'm going to change the world this way, and it has to be this way, and that's my metric of success. No. Well, what you can do is you can change your life in a way that you can lead by example, and you can, you know, when someone brings up, oh, I just hate all these uh, pro-life people doing this and that, I'm like, well, are they really pro-life? Oh, what do you mean? You know, this, this is like we were talking about right now. Like, well, they're not pro-life, right? They're for the death penalty. Right. They're not pro-life. They're... Should, be called, should, should call them anti-choice. Starts the conversation. Are I they going yeah, to do that? I don't know. That's the thing. Is like it's hard. Sometimes there are people who have such strong intensity to their personality and the things they say and do that people like just kind of follow that. And I've learned, or I'm trying to learn in life. I mean, it's a constant lesson for me not to feed into what other people think because I'm someone who tends to be very impressionable, although I'm also very opinionated. I really care about the people around me. So, like, if someone says something to me that's pretty intense, I'll really take that to heart, and especially if it relates to me. And I know that a lot of people are that way, although I can only live from my own experience in life. Right. I mean, you can't, yeah, you sh- you shouldn't deign to speak for others, and I mean, you're, you're setting yourself up for failure. Really. Well, I mean, often I think when people talk about their opinions in a form of "I," I feel this way. I like it's good to do that because it it it's, separates you speaking for other people, but it also does come off sometimes as selfish. In like an "I," I like people don't always want to hear about you. But at the same time, like, you can only really speak from your own life and experience. So there's, like, this whole balance of, like, I think this, but also I'm going to ask you questions about what you think and be open to it. And if you're not right. that way, it becomes just very difficult. And it's kind of like, what? what's the point? Why am I even interacting with you if, you know, like, it's so hard 
to get like my thought with your thought. And that's like this thing that I feel like is very American in the whole individualistic sure. society. Yeah, yeah which, because everyone's a, you know, rugged individual. <laughs> right. And it's great. It's great. That's awesome that we can be that way. But we need to band together and be open to all the different things instead of saying like, I, I, me, this, this is what I think. This is what, I mean, there are lots of opinions out there that I totally don't agree with. Like we were just talking about the whole idea of open relationships. Like that works for some people. I feel like it doesn't work for most people, but maybe I'm wrong. Like maybe there's some sort of shift of like consciousness that's making us all open to like having romantic relationships with multiple people. I don't think that's true. Right. I feel like for me innately, like I have issues with jealousy and that's a natural feeling that I think a lot of people experience. And I don't think that I feel like I don't want to be irresponsible with other people's feelings by being like, oh, I could feel that way f towards lots of people and I want to be open to the connection between humans. I'm like, I feel attracted to 70 people, 70 percent of the people I see walking on the street. That doesn't mean I should like have a romantic <laughs> sure. interaction with all of them, like because that feeling is also interpreted as a connection. Therefore, it's like. If you feel strongly attracted to someone, there probably is a reason. It may not be a very good reason, though. could be a very surface reason, yeah. It could be a surface reason. It could be a really, really poisonous reason. That person could be someone that, like, just takes from you and doesn't, mm -hmm. you know, like, there are lots of different reasons that people feel a connection or an attraction towards other humans. And it's often very, like, complex and, like, on another level, we're very connected as people because we're all innately built the same way and there is a collective consciousness. I, I like firmly believe in that. Hmm. It's not, it's kind of like, I mean, I heard stories about when 9-11 happened of like this mom who was, <clears throat> her kid was like freaking out because she, the kid wanted to go to McDonald's so bad before school. It like the kid like was like I have to have McDonald's before school for breakfast, and so they she was like uh okay um fine we'll go through the drive-through on our way. As they're in the drive-through, they see the towers, like collapse, and if they hadn't been, I mean not that like it, there's some sort of like great spiritual reason or anything that they just the kid just wanted to go to McDonald's. But that happening, like, coincided, coincided, that's not a word. The coincidence is overwhelming. And seeing that, like, you would have been on the road underneath these towers yeah, collapsing. I guess so. I, I don't believe in any of that, personally. You don't? I, I knew not, you, not even a little bit. But Well, then explain I, well, all I, these things. Again, why is the burden of proof on the non-believer? I don't, it's I don't not have the to explain anything. Proof, you don't have to explain. I I just want to hear w your opinion of it. I don't I don't believe in predestination. I I don't believe in any connecting thread to anything. I I believe that you know, you know, certain most elements of chaos theory are correct that things just happen. But why and that, like and why that, 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 what has led you to come to that belief? Science Okay. And critical thinking. I mean, it, but just because you have science and critical thinking doesn't mean that someone that does believe in that doesn't have science or critical thinking. No, but that's how I came to my conclusions. I'm not. I'm not even 
discounting other people's belief systems. I, the way I look at it is whatever you believe is fine as long as you don't try to infringe it on, on my beliefs, which most religions by their nature do because evangelizing is part of religion, usually. Uh, but that said, when people like speak in absolutes, I'm usually will be like, well, not me. You know, I don't, I don't believe that. Because you need scientific, scientific. I believe in empirical de- evidence. Yeah, you know, if, if at some point you know, say three hundred years from now, they're like, oh, actually, it's you know shown that uh, you know spiritual manifestations were actually uh, you know parapsychological energy that has been shown that you know encephalographic uh, brain patterns have shown you know like whatever. There, there's been something that. In the same way that people thought fire was caused by an element called phlogiston in the 1800s instead of uh, actual uh, combustion because they didn't understand like the principles of combustion. If, if, if our understandings of supernatural criteria are to that now in the future for like what, this, like, what you're talking about, cool. Then I, then I guess I'm wrong. <laughs> but as I stand right now, I don't believe, I don't believe in any of that. It doesn't, doesn't take away like I'm not going to like and some people are total dicks about it. Richard Dawkins, for instance, is a total dick about all that stuff. Like what do you mean? How? I don't he's know. He's just like the, the, aggr- the aggressive atheist Oh, of just like, get off my side, dude. <laughs> <laughs> well, what about the fact that we only use 10% of our brains? Untrue. Untrue. Yeah, em- empirically untrue. Okay. Well, and there's been, me a mil- there's been a million... <laughs> you want me to like, link you some articles? I mean, it's, it's, not, it's not true. It's... So what, I mean, yes, outside, I do outside, want you to link me some articles. It, it's outside of the scope of, of, of this show, but it's the summation of which is that's not true. And every time they have one of those, like, uh, what was it? There was a, like, the most recent one I can think of is there was that Bradley Cooper, not, not Unbreakable, that was a Bruce Willis, um, Untouchable? No. What was it? You know what I'm talking about? I don't know. It's another one I of these mean, ones like, bra- oh, you unlock the other 90% of his brain. You can do anything now. It's, that's not... Well, I don't works. believe that we only use ten percent of our, our brain. I'm just saying that that's a that's a fact that's been put out there, and people like talk about it. I mean that it seems wrong to me because like yeah, how could you, how could you possibly only use ten percent of your brain? That doesn't really make sense. Well, it doesn't make sense because it's not true. So there's a, there's a good reason why it, why it seems like it doesn't make sense because it's completely not true. But it's something that has been repeated often enough. And, and understanding why it's not true requires digging so deep that most people just don't care. So, yeah. therefore, the lie continues to be perpetuated. And that happens in a lot of stuff. You know why? Because the world is nuanced, and we live in a nuanced age. I don't know if we live in a nuanceless na- age. Say that again in 140 characters. What do you, what do you, what? I don't feel like we live in a nuanceless age. I don't even think that's a word. And it's very hard to say if it is a word. You understand what I'm getting at with that, though. It's very hard to express complicated opinions or anything with any depth in this day. In and a age. Twitter post? Just in anything in this day and age, it's hard to get anything across. A long form radio show is difficult to get people to listen to. That's true. This show, I, have I know for a fact, a lot of times people will just listen to the to the interview. Don't point that; uh, it just depresses me. Uh, people will just listen to the interview section and then tune out. Yeah, Mark Marin, who has one of the most popular podcasts of all time, I know for a rock solid fact, a lot of people skip past the part where he's just talking in the beginning and they just skip right to the interview. Yeah, people deem their time to be very valuable. 
which is I mean, frequently untrue. Uh, but My time is valuable. I think it's valuable. But here's the deal. Because of that perceived value in everyone's time, and because of the need for a lot of these like larger arguments to have a deeper understanding of things that requires more information and a larger conversation that goes beyond, you know, you would need like a 21-page a, a paper rather than a one-paragraph summation. It's harder for people to understand it, and no one's going to do that deep dive. So because of that, you have things that keep being perpetuated because people, let's talk about in terms of politics. People want to sum up Bernie Sanders as old socialist dude from Vermont who can't win instead of, oh, no, this guy is like maybe one of the most interesting truth tellers in modern politics and has this very nuanced view of the world and actually is you know kind of one of the most amazing guys that's ever going to be running for president in a lot of different ways. But you'd have to like do a little bit of a deep dive. And all the media wants to say, is, oh, he can't win because of this, this, and this. Nuance. Media, especially with politics, there's, there's no nuance. It's just a popularity contest. Both sides of the aisle, <laughs> uh, inclusive of all parties, will agree that that's the way the media wants to perceive it. It's just a you know, binary decision, popularity contest. It's, it's down to a school election. And the problem with anything requiring a deep dive these days is most people don't want to do a deep dive. Now, there are exceptions to that. But because of that, logical fallacies that have a reductive and easy answer that isn't true or is misleading, the misleading untruth will tend to be perpetuated because it's easy to put onto a picture and put on the internet. It's easy to just repeat it. And, and even if you have like some half like, well, I don't know about this, but haha, sort of... Uh, evasive back away sort of uh, thing that goes with it doesn't matter the half truth is perpetuated and it's not done out of malice or forethought in fact most things are not done out of malice or forethought it's done out of disconnection because that's what our modern society is is there's lack of engagement because engagement uh, also means that there's the potential for betrayal or embarrassment yeah well we also have the illusion of engagement with the internet Absolutely. And <laughs> that's what it's great that's at. That's why I've tried to stay away from all that. And then I feel a little bit left behind or not as nuanced or whatever. But I also like appreciate actual human interaction a little bit more. Oh, for sure. I agree. And I, I appreciate like learning things from other people, which I'm learning also has to be sifted out because, you know, the wheat and the chaff. They shouldn't always be together. I, 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 I don't. Yeah, I don't believe that's how that process works. Just separating. I, I believe those are supposed to be separated. Yes. And the chaff, and get the chaff over there. I believe I saw a documentary on that. Uh huh. Yeah. I hope that it was a short documentary. Like, what the hell that sounds boring. What, what the hell are we talking about? <laughs> I, I honestly have no... We just went down a deep, dark like, path. We started with are we, boner are we pills. On the, are we on the air still? We started with boner pills. Jesus. And we somehow got down to... Fucking H. Christ. Well, I definitely do believe that some things happen for I mean, a reason. Like, but 
but I often think that like there's hold on, hold on, a whole. Oh wait, wait, hold on. And now back to Dave Goulet. <laughs> there we go. <laughs> Sorry, what now? Um, yeah. I mean, I do. I I've had a lot of very strange life experiences that I do feel like. <clears throat> Are not just chance and circumstance. I mean, some are, some are. It's I don't know. It's all just happening at the same time. But I've had some pretty strange things happen in life, and I definitely feel like I have a pretty deep spiritual connection with the world. Although, like that's often inflected with my own desire to have that. Sure. But I don't know. I mean, like, sure, science has definitely disproven my theories and things before. Well, I'm not trying to be a bummer about it. I'm, not, I'm, just, I'm just saying. It is a bummer, though. Well, I mean, if you're going to ask my opinion, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to say, and that's I don't, I don't believe in that. Well, that's fine. I, lots of people don't. That's Sometimes fine. I feel a little bit silly for believing in it, but it gives me a feeling of. I don't like, believe in horoscopes either. I don't believe in uh, lots, lots of stuff. I don't believe in. You know. I mean, a lot of stuff you just have to take it with a grain of salt. I just find pleasure in having hope for certain things because I have been a person, and I'm recently regaining this. I've spent probably the last eight years in California ruining my spirit. Because the state is freaking impossible to live in. It's awful. It's so hard. Don't move here. It's awful. The statement brought to you by the California Chamber of Commerce. <laughs> Don't move here. It will kill you. Seriously. It's tried to kill me many times. People in my life that care about me have been like, what are you doing? That state is trying to kill you. But I'm stubborn. And so I'm still here, and I'm actually regaining that, like, youthful sense of spirit where I'm like, oh, yeah, I actually like myself. I'm pretty great. I'm doing the best I can. But that's all I can do. That's all you can do. That's all anybody can do It's try to be great. It's all anybody can do, and it sounds like a tight life. It's a tight life. We I should hear music.
All right, that was Bitch Magnet. Uh, with, uh, what the hell was that? Navajo Ace. <laughs> and before that we had B. Hamilton with Tight Life. That's off of the new one, Fight Everything, that I have previously ranted about that you can... Fight to get? <laughs> you pretty much have to fight fight, fight somebody to get, yes. You have to fight everything to get And I, I think they're, again, I think they think that they're going to fight a record executive to get somebody else to, to pay to have that put out. I, I don't know how you're going to listen to that, but go to a B. Hamilton show, I guess. But at, at some point, I assume that they'll just give up and it'll be, it'll be on Bandcamp to listen to along with everything else. But it's a great record. I guess keep listening to this show to hear, hear it in drips and drabs, and I'll, we'll play a song from it every week. How about that? How's that sound? Yeah, we'll just kind of tease you with a teaser song, and then we'll talk about boner pills and some dark <laughs> hole of differing experiential opinions about life. Yeah. Conan we, we, and I are very different people, it turns out. I think it works well. It works well. Navajo Ace, that's uh, by Bitch Magnet, a band from the ladies' early 90s. The man, John Fine, wrote a book called Your Band Sucks. Oh, my God. It's got a very, it's very good, very cumbersome, pretentious title. Uh, <laughs> and I'm going to read it off. It's, it's called Your Band Sucks, What I Saw at Indie Rocks, Failed Revolution, parentheses, but can no longer hear. Uh, and Whoa. Yeah, yeah. I, I read it. It's great. Uh, I actually just saw the man at Aquarius. Were you there last night? I did, yeah. Because I, 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 I peeked in and I didn't. I was going to hang out, but I didn't see you. I was in the front row. And when, I, did it, when did it end? At 6.30. And, oh, and oh, it started at okay. 6.30 and ended at 8. Uh, well, it ended at... Then uh, ended at like... You must have left because I was at work until 7 and I walked by around 8. eight. 58, 10. Oh, you know, I must have just missed you then because I actually it, it ended at like seven thirty, and then there's a guy shooting a documentary about Aquarius, and I ended up being like talking for a while on it. Of course you did. That's awesome. Yeah, so I wanted to talk in a documentary. I'm like, <laughs> you're like, I'm your guy. Uh, yeah, me <laughs> right here. Have you met me? Yes. <laughs> like, how did that unfold so well for you? That just <laughs> kind of happened. It huh? was like, are you kidding me? Like, this is perfect. Someone's scripting this. <laughs> yeah, like, Come on. Oh, life. Oh, um, life. How no, funny it, you can be. It, but it was getting back to the subject of, of the book, it was. Uh, it's great. So it, this is uh, kind of a memoir of, of Bitch Bag that was who was a uh, who were a a band in sort of the indie rock revolution. Contemporaries of uh, you know, your Bastro, Slint, um, like around that era. And but not famous, not like a big band, but in that era where you could kind of have a career and not be a big band as well. And it, it's it's a really good book. It's really interesting. And it tells of all his experiences doing that. But it's not like, you know, winner's history of rock and roll necessarily. And it's just kind of his his journey and his thoughts and all of it. And it's really good. It's a really good book. And I I finished it. Oh, and it was, it was funny that in that Aquarius thing, there was a couple seats in the front row, and they're like, "Oh, you know, there's a couple seats over in the front row. If anyone wants to sit up there," and you know, just, everyone kind of stared at their feet. I'm like, "I was like, fine." And I, I got up from my seat in the back. I'm like, walk over, got in the front, and I was like, "Yeah." And I do this at shows too, and everyone started laughing because <laughs> <laughs> it's totally true. When people do this huge like force field in front of the stage, I'm like, "Really? <laughs> okay." 
Because when you're playing a show and there's like people there and everyone's just like a respectful like 20 feet away and there's a big crowd but there's like a huge force field. It's like, this is dumb. Is that consistent in other cities you've played in across the country? Yeah. Like people are intimidated. They're trying to give you space. I I don't even think it's a conscious thing. What I've noticed is that if there's one or two people... Okay, it's not even if there's one person that goes goes to the front. It's if there's one person, then someone else. The second person is actually the most important. The second person that joins is the most important because then it's like, oh, and then it it makes it like, oh, there's a group of people doing it. So that makes it okay for. And it's a sub. It's like a herd mentality or something. Yeah, I people don't know. are very herdy. It's true. But a bunch of herd cattle people. Just knowing from being on the other side of being on stage and like even when you have a big crowd, but there's just like. This huge divide between there, the the energy between having an audience that has like a buffer of like twenty feet between you and them, and the energy of having the audience right there is so much different, and it's so much better to have right there. That, generally speaking, I will usually go to the front unless I'm just like trying not to get involved or trying not to get engaged. But especially if it's a smaller crowd, I usually will go up front. So that's why that was extra funny to me because that's it was not that it was like a tiny crowd; it was it was fine enough crowd. Aquarius is like. You know, small as this studio. It's like not, not a big record store. It's very small and and very like crowded. But it was the right the record. Store. It was also the right room for that joke. <laughs> you know what I mean? Because there's a room full of people that were yeah, it have perfect. lived that life and like a part of that world. Um, so that's cool. I I wish I hadn't missed you. I yeah, I, sh- I should have messaged. I'm sorry. I was. Oh, it's not your fault. It's fine. I was at work really late. Actually, I was planning to go to yoga after work, but I was there so late because it was, like, so busy. And, like, nothing went the way that it should have at work yesterday. Therefore, I was there an extra half an hour late. But I did find a pair of Manolo Bolognics for $25 after work because... I was there so late that I had to, I didn't have to, I, like, I went out shopping with my coworker. Cool. Because we're having a big prom party tomorrow. Can I finish my story? Because I, that was like, that was the beginning. Like, I actually didn't tell the story yet. I have, I have a story. Well, you should. That was the establishing, that was the setup to the story. So. I have no idea. Yeah, because we completely took it off off track and got caught up in the banal issue of, of it. So the the story is, I saw I saw John Fine do do the do his reading uh, for the book. I ended up buying a second copy of the book because like I was like, well, I'll get in. Uh, what I'm going to do is I'm going to be in Chicago for the Pier of Barbecue. Super Friends is uh, going to be doing. Are, we're right. going to be doing a set. And uh, my That's friend, exciting. And my friend Sean, I know, is a huge Bitch Magnet fan. I actually didn't really listen to Bitch Magnet at all. Like when they were around, I just. Always knew the name, didn't ever listen to him. No big deal. Happens with a million bands. Never got around to him. Um, but I actually, after reading the book, I'm curious about the bands. So I'm gonna, I'm gonna listen to him more. Um, that was probably the first time I've willingly listened to, to, to Bitch Magnet that I'm aware of, unless it was like just in the background somewhere. But I know he's a big fan, so I'm gonna give him my copy of the book that I read. And I bought another copy at Aquarius, which he didn't sign because it's also like, oh, I'm at the thing. I might as well buy a book. I'm not high rolling, but I'm not hurting for money either so it's like and i want to support him because it's a really good book i really enjoyed it like i actually in a way i almost identified it with it too much you know what i mean like it's it's like granted all my touring experiences and stuff are far later far later like yeah at least a solid like 10 12 years after all, all this have happened but i identified with quite a bit of it and in fact i'm gonna be talking to the guy and that's gonna that's gonna be the next episode of this show 
but that's going to be just me. It's going to be it's going to be weird because it's going to be a pre-record, which I'm usually not into. But it, like, it's interesting enough to me that like I'm, I want to have that conversation. So I don't normally like doing that kind of stuff. I like doing it live, as you know. But it's an interesting, dude. I'm willing to like change the rules a little bit to make that happen because I think he's an interesting guy, yeah. and I think it's a really good book, and I think people should check it out. And I've apparently been selling copies of it by just taking a picture of of passages I like and posting them on Instagram. Did he tell you that? Yeah. Oh, that's cool. <laughs> so, so, people are like, what? And people told me, like, dude, I bought a copy of that book after you posted that. Like, I was immediately sold. I'm like, oh, that's, that's awesome. awesome. All right, great. Wait, wait what's the title again? It's a... Uh, oh, Christ. It's, it's, a, it's Your Band Sucks... Uh, what I saw at Indie Rock's failed revolution, but can no longer hear. That's sad. Yeah, and I'm, I'm going to call him on that title. I think it's, and honestly, I wasn't going to read it because I thought the title was terrible. I was like, fuck you. <laughs> that was my initial reaction after, after seeing it. And not the Your Band Sucks thing, but, but it was what I saw at Indie Rock's failed revolution, but can no longer hear. I was like, come on. Well, it's truthful. I, That's what sure. has happened. I'm not saying it's not truthful. I'm just saying it's pretentious. It's sad. It's, it's sad and pretentious. <laughs> yeah. And it actually, in the context of reading the book, it completely makes sense. And, like, it, it's fine. And what I'm going to say, it's, it's, it's the best sad and pretentious book title. I mean, he could have stuck with just your band sucks. Your, your band sucks would have been a great, co- like, yeah. You don't even need a subtitle for that. That's, that's enough. Your band sucks is, implies the sub, subtitle. You don't, I mean, that's the thing. <laughs> yeah. I have this whole thing about imp- impl- reading between the lines. You shouldn't assume that people don't know how to read between the lines. <clears throat> oh, that is a nuanceless world, you know. For some people, I mean, sure. I know lots of people that are, like, awful at catching things and ask the stupidest questions. But that doesn't mean that they can't learn. I guess so. We are all amazing creatures of humans that have these crazy brains, and you could fucking learn shit. We are all works in progress. If they're taught or shown or experienced in life. Oh, I guess that's about it. Damn. Let me see the time. That's about it. Anything else? Anything Anything you got? We got a Heavenly States tonight, uh, June 11th, 2015, Bottom of the Hill, and June 12th, 2015, Bottom of the Hill. I will be there. I will be there tomorrow. You'll be there tonight. Protonconversal will be represented both nights. nights. I can't go tomorrow night. I would love to be there when you're there, but I can't. We, we will be firing the t-shirt cannon at both shows. I really want a t-shirt cannon. Can someone please get please, us a t-shirt cannon? Please bring us a t-shirt cannon for a radio store. I'll, okay. I'll settle for a potato gun that we can put t-shirts <laughs> a in. potato gun. Well, we don't have the t-shirt cannon, but we, are, we were firing our potato gun into the audience. No, no, no. Put t-shirts in the potato gun. Oh, okay. Was it not like for crowd suppression? No, 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 no. I don't okay. want to hurt anybody. I've actually shot a potato gun before. Well, have you? I have not. Okay. Well, well I'm more country this- than you, apparently. <laughs> some things i just don't need to comment on and that's one of them oh gosh all right so hey uh you've been listening to Proton commercial thank you for that uh we're not going to be in studio next week i'm going to be in chicago for the PRF barbecue so uh we'll be back gosh just the week after that Maybe. I don't know. Whatever. <laughs> You'll figure it out. It'll, it'll just happen <laughs> it'll, in the way it's it'll supposed to. It'll all work out. 
Uh, there will be an episode with John Fine coming up next week. Heavenly States, our guest, which seems like a thousand years ago right now, but it was earlier this show. TheHeavenlyStates.com, you can find the new record there. It's called Hiss. It's a two-pound triple LP. Get into it, rockers. Ted Nezith, thanks for coming in. Mr. and Mrs. America... What else? I don't know. There's a Facebook page. There's a website. Oh, RadioNeutron.com for uh, archives of the shows. Uh, yeah. I've got 50,000 watts of power. Thanks for listening. Check you later. Electricity. Can you hear me now? Out on Route 128, dark and lonely. I got my radio on. Can you hear me now? Can you hear me now? to my top 10. I'd like to thank our sponsor. But we haven't got a sponsor. Not if you were the last man on earth. She was prepared to prove it. This one goes out to a special girl. There is no special girl! It's the... It's the end of radio! The last announcer plays the last record! The last...
transmitter circles the globe in search of a listener. If there's no one there to receive It's the end of radio As we come to the close of our broadcast day See?